0: Today on the newscast, Israel's war against Hamas has entered the next phase. Get all the breaking details next. Hey folks, Eric Stackelbeck here. Welcome to the Watchman newscast. As you can see, I am on the road right now. I'm traveling, but I wanted to come to you with a breaking news update. It appears that Israel's ground invasion, actually air, land, and sea, a broader offensive against Hamas in Gaza has begun today, Friday, October 27th. Now reportedly all lines of communication in Gaza have been cut. Also reports of Israeli tanks entering Gaza and engaging Hamas gunmen. And Israel has really stepped up the airstrikes as well in recent hours as as I come to you around 4 p.m. Eastern time here on the east coast of the United States. So Nearly three weeks to the day of the most horrific massacre of the Jewish people since the Holocaust. Israel now is all in and the ground invasion again has begun now. We don't know if it's going to be a massive amount of troops right now, right away pouring over the border into Gaza or if there will be more limited incursions like we've seen over the past two days we shall see in the hours to come but i just wanted to come to you folks because look every single day we've been coming to you live over the past three weeks or so since this all began on october 7th a date that will live in infamy. So I wanted to be sure, even though I'm traveling right now and kind of running around, wanted to be sure to stop and at least give you a quick update that this ground invasion has kicked off. My friend Joel Rosenberg called it Israel's D-Day. I mean, going into Gaza, look, it's not going to be easy. Keep the IDF in your prayers right now, folks. I have good buddies of mine who are on the front lines right now. My thoughts are with them constantly. I'm thinking of them, but they're doing what needs to be done Israel must decisively crush Hamas once and for all. This demonic entity can no longer exist in any shape or form and pose any threat whatsoever to Israel ever again when this offensive in Gaza is finished. Now, the big question is, what will the Iranian regime and Hezbollah do? Will a multi-front war open? That's what we've been asking here in the newscast over the past few weeks. Uh, Number one, something to consider. That's probably going to make your blood boil on this Friday afternoon. Uh, Iran's foreign minister was in New York City last night in the United States, where I'm standing right now, speaking at the UN General Assembly as they were uh, debating and going back and forth about what to do about what's going on in Gaza right now and Hamas. So they roll out the red carpet for uh, a man who was a top official of the government that is financing Hamas and making all this possible. Sorry, as I just adjust my phone right now, coming to you kind of down and dirty today on the newscast, but you're not here for all the bells and whistles. You are here for the content. But uh, Abdullahian, Amir Abdullahian, Hossein Amir Abdullahian, the Iranian foreign minister, uh, I mean, really boasting today at the UN and saying, look, our proxies, the Palestinian and Lebanese groups, meaning Hamas, Islamic Jihad and Hezbollah, Their fingers are on the trigger. And I quote, that's exactly what he said before the UN today. Uh, Essentially, the Iranian regime holding a gun to the head, not only of Israel, but a gun to the head of the world, folks, and saying, look, if you're not careful, we may just have to expand this into a broader, massive, bloody regional war. And there's no telling whether we may activate our proxy Hezbollah, Iran's most lethal proxy, some One hundred fifty thousand at least rockets and missiles pointed at every inch of the world's one and only jewish state but iran's foreign minister before the world at the u.n general assembly saying our finger is on the trigger and it's no surprise because we have reports also emerging this week folks and by the way october 7th would not have happened without the iranian regime but we have reports emerging in case you had any doubt of that that at least 500 hamas and palestinian islamic jihad terrorists trained in Iran in September. Now, I'm sure they were just there for sightseeing or not. Do you think, call me crazy, but do you really think it's any coincidence that Hamas and Islamic Jihad terrorists were training inside Iran in the the weeks leading up to October 7th? I think not, and it's also no coincidence that Iran's foreign minister, among other Iranian officials, including from Iran's Islamic Revolutionary Guards, Corps. We're in Beirut on a frequent basis in the run-up to October 7th, meeting with leaders from, you guessed it, Hamas, Islamic Jihad, and Hezbollah. Again, folks, no coincidences with everything we're seeing right now. And the more details emerge, the more the Iranian regime's fingerprints are all over what happened on October 7th. The question is, as the Gaza Ground Offensive begins, and this really, folks, kicks into overdrive, it's a perilous time in the Middle East, prophetic times, Bible times. But the big question is, number one, uh, does Iran make good on its threats and activate other fronts? And number two, when, oh when? Can someone answer here on the comments, when, oh when, and how will the Iranian regime be held accountable? Finally, 44 years of terror and mayhem that it has sown across the region. The main victims, by the way, are the Iranian people who've had to live under the jackboot of this wicked regime, but when will Iran be held to account? We saw maybe a glimmer of that last night with the U.S. carrying out airstrikes in eastern Syria along the Syria-Iraq border, targeting those Iranian militias, those Iranian proxies that have been targeting U.S. troops in Syria and Iraq. We've had, I believe, Uh, Over a dozen attacks in the past week or so, past week or two, against U.S. forces in Syria and Iraq. Remember, there are U.S. bases throughout those two countries. And that Syria Iraq border, when the Biden administration has seen fit to respond, and it's been rare, sadly, with over 80 Iranian backed attacks against U.S. forces since January 2021. But nonetheless, the Biden administration has rarely responded. When they have seen fit to respond, and again, they did last night, uh, they have always struck weapons depots, ammo depots, that was the target again last night, reportedly, along that Syria-Iraq border. I don't know that that's enough to deter, to truly deter the Iranian regime and Hezbollah. I would say clearly that it's not, because we continue to see the attacks. The Biden administration over the past two and a half years has carried out sporadic airstrikes against Iran's proxies uh, on that Iraq-Syria border, and yet the proxies continue to attack as we've seen in the past two weeks. So we need more deterrence there, needless to say. And one more thought before we go, um, as my arms are getting tired here holding the phone up, uh, but one more thought before we go, folks, and and forgive me for adjusting my position here. Russia uh, embracing Hamas, and I do not exaggerate, that is not an overstatement to say that Russia is now embracing Hamas Uh, Russia's Deputy Foreign Minister yesterday hosted two delegations in Moscow, uh, including Iran's Deputy Foreign Minister and a Hamas delegation, that's right, in Moscow. And we've seen Russia be very slow to condemn Hamas since October 7th, and that's no coincidence because Russia is very cozy right now, and then some, a formal military alliance with the Iranian regime. And it's growing, and Hamas is an Iranian proxy, so of course, Russia, it would seem, would be open to embracing Hamas, and we're seeing that. And Israel was outraged by this, obviously. Uh, Russia hosting a Nazi organization. It's interesting. Russia's always talking about Nazis in Ukraine. Well, Hamas are the epitome of modern day Nazis, only wearing different uniforms, as we saw on October 7th. And yet, the red carpet is rolled out for a Hamas delegation in Moscow. I think. There are prophetic and look for more of that folks look for russia to cleave closer to israel's enemies uh, in the days to come it is prophetic i believe that the war of gog and magog is shaping up slowly as foretold in the book of ezekiel chapters 38 and 39 go ahead go back and read it this weekend you'll see what i mean And russia iran and turkey turkey which rezep erdogan as we reported here in the newscast the other day called hamas freedom fighters mujahideen holy warriors liberating their land and said they are not terrorists. That's the leader of a NATO member nation, folks, saying that Turkey, Iran, Russia, look for that alliance to grow, look for their hostility to Israel to grow as well. Bible times, prophetic times, and you're seeing that unfold right now in Gaza with this ground invasion, ground air and sea. Again, as I go here, keep the IDF in your prayers right now, folks, for such a time as this. Breaking update here, we'll come back to you this weekend, either tomorrow, Sunday, maybe both days, Keep it tuned right here in the newscast. Be sure to subscribe. Until next time, God bless you. And remember, never hold your peace.